Hello everybody and welcome to Untamed Dice. That's right, we have a new name. If you've been paying attention, the entire point of this podcast was a campaign called Brave New Worlds um, and turned into a little bit more with a larger variety of side games included. So instead of telling you about a new episode of Brave New Worlds and leaving you to wonder whether or not you get the campaign or some other game, we have changed the name thanks to the people who voted on Twitter and some of the players for suggestions. Um, we came up with Untamed Dice. So from now on, the podcast in its entirety will be referred to as Untamed Dice, and we will be able to tell you what you get an actual new episode of each time. Today we have for you the first episode of Brave New Worlds. I'm really excited to share this with everybody. It's been in the works since November. Um, We had the characters made before the new year, we just didn't get around to actually recording it. And as you know, we wanted to get some other sessions of whatever in to work out some of the kinks. Of course, you'll notice in the episode that we can't get everything out. Um, Planes flying overhead, uh, the cat jumping up on my notes during the middle of the game, and the dog running around and whining occasionally kind of can't be edited out without getting rid of some of the narrative. Um, but other than that, we've got a setup going, and when this is released, if you're listening to it right away, we will be in the process of recording the second session. So after this episode, we have two more already ready to go for you, so look forward to those over the next two weeks. And we have also recorded a continuation of Apocalypse Now. So you have that to look forward to. However, for now, we're going to keep going with Brave New Worlds for a while. Um, For as long as we can. Though we will be recording some other stuff. If we get really ahead of ourselves, you can expect maybe some extra episodes of the side stuff. um, Even when it's not Friday. For now, though, we're finally on iTunes. So you can go and look up Untamed Dice on iTunes. Do us a favor. Give us a review. Preferably a good one. If you have any problems with the podcast or any questions, you can find my email on the Wandering Alchemist website and email me with those concerns. Um, And if you really like what we're doing and you want to help us out, you can go from the notes of the Wandering Alchemist page to our Patreon page and become one of our patrons. Uh, As of right now, we don't have any patrons. And we don't have a lot to give you, but we are working on that. Um, I'm going to be getting some stickers of our new logo soon, and have that as one of the rewards. The more we can get help from you guys, the more you enjoy it, the more ratings you give us, uh, the better we can do. And if nothing else, you can now sit back and relax after such a long intro and enjoy the first episode of our Savage Worlds campaign, Brave New Worlds. Somebody's got to get me one for my birthday. Third dollar. I know, right? Cheap 
Birthday present, people! I'm giving it to you for free! <laughs> I don't know why I called that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, true. When's your birthday? March 1st. Yeah, soonish. Yeah, soonish. Um, Aaron. Which Aaron? This one. <laughs> Alright, from just refer to me as Red, people. <laughs> Red. And then uh, I will learn. My character names, hopefully, so get those. Oh, yeah, oh, I, I got have one. I got it. In the next five minutes or so. Got you! <laughs> um, shit. Your sanity is gonna be equal to five. Cool. And your corruption is one. Thought you weren't allowed to take notes. I'm not going to be taking notes. I mean, I I have my notebook. That don't mean shit right now. <laughs> she might jot a thing or two. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna be doing my extensive notes like Jesus. Like you've taken a breath <laughs> at this particular time and place. Those notes happen. Can I have that uh, okay. book again, please? Yeah, I need page twenty-eight. If you're really cold, there is a Logan under uh, your feet. I know, no, I haven't taken off my shoes because I knew it would be freezing. So I was like, ha, nope, not too long. Okay, what? Viking name generator. Generate your surname. Jack. You know what he gave me? What? Jack the Godless. Perfect. <laughs> but that's not, a, I gotta find a better first name. Okay. <sighs> but it will be the Godless. I like it. Shop Aaron. What's up? I don't know what you said, but shut up. He just told you to shut up. That's so rude. Don't don't say that stuff to your sister. I heard you conspiring. Both of you. I don't care which one it was. Uh, You guys have each experienced some life-altering horror um, that nearly killed and or drove you insane. Um, Things have been a little different from you since then. Uh, but now, this morning, each of you has received a folded letter, uh, wax sealed, with directions to a bar and how to get there. From your knowledge, there has never been a bar where the directions lead you. And it is simply signed Simon. Um, you almost done? Almost, yeah. Sorry. I can always do this later. This isn't a big deal. So go ahead. Yeah. Alright. Alright. <laughs> well, people were coming up with names and stuff. I, I, oh, yeah, like, I got that stuff, names. <laughs> I do. Names Did you not come up with names? This. My phone died. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, keep writing. I'm thinking still. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting here and all I'm hearing is Carl. 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 No, I'm not naming my guy fucking Carl. Here, Carl. Here. Look Carl. Up. There you go. I'm going to finish my writing. <laughs> now that I know you're here, still not ready. Carl. Keep talking, Jay. Horrible. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll read you the intro while you look for that. The earth shudders beneath your feet. An earthquake somewhere? Perhaps. You feel a tingle in the air. Chills running down your spine. Must be a cold breeze, right? Then you begin to feel that twitch, the taste in your mouth, like when you lick a 9-volt battery. A feeling like you're being watched. Now you stop. Something is wrong. You have seen something, some strange things before, but only once you have responded to something like this. Sweat begins to bead on your head as you look around, but all you notice is that everyone else is shaking their heads. They have felt it too, whatever it was, but they don't understand the implication. To be fair, neither do you. Formless monsters, indescribable sights, living nightmares. None have appeared. You'll feel better for a moment and realize how much worse you feel not knowing what it was. 
To be honest, you never knew what it was the first time. You never found out, for that matter. It was better that way, you said to yourself. Better not trying to understand that which cannot be understood. Better not knowing how these creatures thought or acted. Better not knowing what and how much was really out there. Well, better ignoring the last one anyways, because you've caught a glimpse of what hides in the shadows of reality and the corners of existence. You have witnessed it and nearly went mad, though perhaps you are mad. Describing what lies beneath, what is really out there, would certainly get you locked up. Somehow, though, you fought the madness, in your mind and around you. You fought and survived. Nothing has been the same ever since. You have gone about as normal, acted as if every day is just like any other, but it is not. You hear things, you catch things out of the corner of your eye, sense, feel when things happen. This time was different, though, like a wave over you. You notice others reacting to it as well, as you check around in fear that someone noticed your shock. But nothing happened. Not to you, not to them. Somewhere, something must have happened. That was yesterday. Today, were the normal half-caught shadows and whispers of the cosmos. Everything as it is supposed to be, except for the strange letter. The one promising to help you make sense of what you know. The message promising to give you purpose in this knowledge. The man who would guide you to making sure horrors like what you witnessed don't happen again. Simon was all he signed. With directions to a tavern where no business lies. Assurance that you would find it, knowing of your doubt. An opportunity and curiosity you just couldn't resist. Alright. You guys have a little bit of time before you need to be where you're going. Okay. The letter did instill a sense of timeliness and getting there on time. Okay. Um, did the letter state time of day? Yes, it had uh, an exact time of day that you should show up and exactly where you should show up. Okay, is it evening and we're in the morning or just, uh, it's just about, in general? It's about mid-afternoon. Uh, you're looking towards getting there in the evening. About the normal time most people on your respective worlds um, are ending the day's labor. Okay. And heading to taverns anyways. Right, okay. I... I'm probably in in my lab, so <laughs> okay. I will be working on concoctions. That that is my plan, unless something else. It. Yeah, unless something else pressing happens, like yeah, I'm I'm doing my thing. Okay. <laughs> I will uh, say like a normal work week, like a work day, or is it like a day of rest? Um, a work day. Go to work and after work, go to the bar. So onto the ship, fish, come back. All right. Actually, no, I lied. We'll cut down trees. Come back. Okay. Aaron? I'm cooking. Cooking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, I need you guys to talk a little louder with your normal voices. Oh, no. Well, otherwise, <laughs> when you laugh and get loud, it's I'm kind of screwed up. What <laughs> the herald angels sing? Really? I mean, that's about the max. Six, oh, good. So that Thank I don't, God you don't need so to loud. screw it up, but... <laughs> Okay. Like, basically this loud. Okay. That's great. <laughs> so pretend like we all have tinnitus. <laughs> Can't give or take. I'll try. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Um, alright. So, you all arrive, um, where the directions bring you, and you all find, uh, ordinary door, uh, that usually isn't there. Judging from what you've seen before, you never noticed it there. Maybe, maybe it's always been there, but um, you certainly aren't quite sure. 
And above the door is a sign that says the way in. Spelt with two N's. Um, hmm. Clever. From outside, you hear nothing. Knock. Are we... uh, do we arrive at the same time? Yeah. If you all pay attention to your letters, yeah, you all arrive outside your respective doors at the same time. <laughs> oh, so it's a different door? Uh, so I'm not seeing either of them. No, you are okay. by yourself. There are people walking around. They don't seem to be Are we, are we each in our world? Oh, yeah. Okay, Knock. Uh, when you knock, there is no response. Collect it. Let's see what this letter leads. I'll go in. Alright. Uh, you step in the door. Um, whether it was you or the door itself, it closes behind you. Uh, you're in a small entry chamber, like any old tavern. Um, except this one is probably a little smaller, and no one has left any cloaks or anything... Um, there's no pegs to hang anything, and in front of you is a curtain. Um. I am staring at the door. <laughs> Are there people passing me on the street at all? Because they would hear me mumbling to myself. That's all I'm yes. saying. Okay, so I'm mumbling to people myself. People occasionally look at you as you mumble. Somebody in probably hears me say something along the lines of fighting reality and <laughs> the like. Okay. <laughs> and I I just open the door. Alright. Do you walk in? Mm-hmm. Same sight, same thing happens. Small room, you're by yourself. Um, closed off on the other side of the curtain. <laughs> can I go over to the curtain? You can. Okay. <laughs> I'll wait my turn now. <laughs> uh, I just walk in without hesitation as soon as I arrive. Alright. It's an inn after all. <laughs> Do you get the same uh, view? Small room, quiet, curtain. Um, as you pull the entryway's curtain back, you are overcome with a sense of nausea as the room ahead of you seems to tilt forward and you stumble beyond the threshold. Suddenly, the room seems to right itself and spots dance in your vision, the nausea departing, but your senses overwhelmed. The three of you stand there, trying to clear your head, looking at the curtain behind you. None of you remember seeing someone standing on the other side of the curtain, nor did you catch someone come in behind you. Please wait for the signal before entering the way in, please. All side effects of simultaneous entry are the sole responsibility of the impatient beings who enter at their whim. Please retire to the washroom on the right if any bodily fluids wish to eject themselves from whatever orifice your species has. Otherwise, please turn to the left and leave any dangerous objects, realm runes, or storage containers with me. It takes you a moment to notice you are turned around, looking first to the washroom and then to a window in what appears to be a small closet. Inside is a long, narrow hall lined with the shelves, lined with shelves stacked with items. The hall goes impossibly far back to the point of disorientation. Immediately in front of you, just within the window, a creature clacks its beak and looks up from some kind of paperwork. Impatiently gazing at you from thick glasses, the turtle man clacks again before sighing. Newcomers should be primed on the protocol of the tributary door of the way in before entering our establishment. The discomfort you are feeling will pass. Leave your gear here. I will see to, the, to it that it is stored. Go talk to Pope. You will experience hunger soon, and he'll take care of you. Now get out of the entryway before another visitor comes, and I have to retrieve items for a leaving patron. As you vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you run to the washroom and... No. (laughs) Nope, on the floor. No, staggered puke. Uh, 
causes clicks a lot. Um, after you're done vomiting, I assume you guys start handing over accoutrement. Where in the hell am I, and why would I hand over anything to a turtle? With glasses, apparently. You've come to the way in. You wish to get in, you must leave your dangerous items. You will retrieve them as everyone else does when you leave. Seems pretty Pogue will explain. <laughs> Please, you should have you should have explained this already. Who's Pogue? The barkeep. Come now, oh, items. Okay. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this he, is so exciting. <laughs> he takes out. You hear like the like of stone, and he takes out two that are touching each other, and he pulls one and he hands it to you. It's got a little rune on it. And he sets the other one with your pile of stuff. Come on. Uh, can, is it this way? Yes. Yes. Can, can I just go? Sure. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> can I keep my flamingo? Will it cause trouble? No, it just doesn't like being alone. Fine, fine. Okay. I give him everything else. Okay. And before you move off, don't be fun. It's not all that confusing. Come out. No one else has weapons in there. There will be no fighting in the way in. <laughs> and look behind me. Towards the exit. It's a curtain. <laughs> uh, it's a small room. And you're kind of overcome with nausea, and he, go, he clacks his beak and oh, close that, please. <laughs> we don't need any any interruption. Should someone come in while you're opening it? Who is Simon? He lets out a heavy sigh. I'm sure you'll find out in a few minutes. Please, please leave your items. Pogue will feed you and tell you all about it. Clax's beef. Sure, sure. Whatever dream this is here. <laughs> Take it. Right. He uh, hands each of you similar stones. Um, and then begins um, walking back with some of your stuff. Um, and he, he kind of disappears a lot faster than he appears to be walking, like, down the hall. Um, and you're all standing there watching him. He, um, he clacks his head, and you hear as if he's still right in the window. Says, Go now to the bar with you. I'm, I'm mesmerized by this hallway. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you also, all three of you, notice that of the few items you're still left carrying in your clothing, you each are still left with your letter. You are all holding almost identical letters from what you can see. I go the direction of the barkeep. I'm I'm ready. I'll sit at the bar with my flamingo next to me. I'm going to go ahead and assume, A, I've never seen a flamingo. B, they're all wearing very different clothing than I'm used to seeing. Yes. Actually, would you like to describe yourselves before you start walking away? Sure. Okay. Well... So that you are aware as well, Mr. DM, my name is Dr. Amina Shaw, FYI. Dr. Amina Shaw. Yes, Dr. Amina Shaw. I am a brilliant doctor, no matter what anyone might say. I have a few quirks, yes, but that is all part of my genius. I will be the first to admit that I am not the best in social situations, and most often will refer to others to take the lead. Good luck. I was born on the planet Pelion and was raised in the time of war. I am of human descent. 
I am 172.5 centimeters tall, or 5'8", for those of you not using the metric system. I feel like she's saying this all to you for you. <laughs> 77.1107 kilograms. Again, not metric is 170 pounds. And I have long, curly red hair, fair skin, and light green eyes. That is my description. At least, that's what you visibly see. <laughs> Are you naked? No, no. I have... Um, a spacesuit on, in fact. What kind of spacesuit? Like, it's like one of the traditional or like Cosmic. Flash Gordon, <laughs> like, like a Flash Gordon kind of deal. Kind of foily looking, yeah, foily looking. Like... Yeah. Okay, Jack. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I am clearly confused. Uh, <laughs> still have vomit uh, on the beard. Um. Parts of my head are shaved. Uh, clearly, I work outside. Uh, leathers and uh, very large arms, like I cut trees for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. <laughs> I have a pot helm on and leather armor, and everything I'm carrying on me is clearly medieval esque okay. uh, equipment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm. Are you like a Viking esque? Yeah, I knew it. I freaking knew it. What's your name? Ah, uh, Igmar. Igmar the Feller. Igmar the Feller? Ig. I A G M A R. What happened to Igmar the Godless? <laughs> I mean, you are a Viking. I'm sure He's got to work his way. He's got some kind of Aaron? Uh, okay. I am human. I am fairly small, and I probably look no older than 20. I am small. Uh, I have blonde hair <laughs> that is in two braids, and I wear a top hat. I wear no. violently co- colored clothing. Uh, <laughs> the longer you look at my jacket, the more colors you seem to see. Colors you've never seen before. I'm so intrigued by you. <laughs> uh, I carry a flamingo. It occasionally walks by itself, but it prefers to be carried. Straight like a pole? Yes. That's awesome. It, oh, when it is being carried, its legs seem to be glued together. And you hear me call it Steve, though it doesn't respond. Um, yeah. And your name? Delilah. I was going with Mad Hatter, but that's fine. <laughs> that's my father. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Um, moving through the common area, you notice the size of the building matches none of the area you en- areas you entered from. All around you are tables and creatures of types you rec- some types you recognize, others you've never seen before. A huge pillar dominates the center of the open room, extending up two floors, where the balconies of other dining areas overlook the center of the bottom floor. Sitting from five to seven feet off the ground and surrounding as much of the pillar as you see are mirrors reflecting the chaotic scenes of the massive tavern around you. Below and above are shelves of glass bottles and wooden casks. Wood and glass of every color and style, clearly full of alcoholic drinks from uncountable lands. At the bar, a tall gray creature stands still, um, pouring and handing out drinks to patrons. When he notices you, he picks up a cloth 
and moves to the area closest to where the three of you are coming from, gesturing to three empty seats in front of him. He says, come, come, I know three of Simon's green claws when I see them. Always tell them, tell him to warn you, but he never does. A test, he says, here, here, sit, and I will get you some food. The headache will turn to starvation soon enough. Kind of friendly, waves you over. He's a big, tall, gray creature. Um, appears lion-in, lion-in? like a lion okay. in form, like he's got a mane. His fur is completely gray. Um, and as you get close, you notice that where there is no fur, his hands, uh, like his muzzle, like the skin looks almost scaly or like slate, like almost like stone. Um, and he's probably seven and a half feet tall. Um, clearly he's seen a few things. He has some scars. Um, but he seems, he seems very cordial. He says, sit, sit. Oh, thank you. Is everybody the same size here? Because you're saying sit, and she's like two foot nothing. (laughs) All the stools are the same size. I'm going to sit. I will probably plop myself in between these two, because I'm intrigued, and like, I would definitely grab your jacket, by the way. You see me checking (laughs) shit out like it's nobody's business. Like, your hair intrigues me. (laughs) So the stools sit against the bar. The whole bar surrounds the pillar. Um, high enough so that a human-sized person sits about level with the bar. Um, but no children could, like, sit at the bar comfortably. Um, and you notice, like, the way there are small, almost childlike people, and they, they have, they're, like, standing on their stools. Um, there's also some rather tall people that just sit hunched over. Or some of them sit perfectly straight up because the bar is in the center, and that's open two floors above them. Um, where the bar is. You can see the balconies around you. Um, and this place is huge. Alright. I sit next to the doctor, and I just, <laughs> I look, and I don't see an empty stool close enough, so I just put Steve on the bar between her and I. Okay. Sitting. Oh, ooh. <laughs> I touch it. I touch Steve. He doesn't mind. It, oh, sweet. No, I totally pick him up. <laughs> I'm inspecting, Steve. <laughs> if you pick him up, he just kind of goes ramrod straight and doesn't move. What, um, what is this? The creature named named to you as Pogue uh, puts out four, uh, four, three wooden cups. Why says, not Steve? <laughs> My mistake. Quite right. He goes and grabs another one. Water. You're, you're going to want it after what you just went through. Ooh, and you'll be you. hungry very soon. The uh, first timers, it's a little hard on them. As, as you clearly experience, sir. Um, but don't worry, I'll get, I'll get you some food. And he he snaps a finger and says, um, um, Margo, plates for the three of them. I'm gonna take the water. Get like a quarter in my mouth. Spit it out. Put the cup back. Like, knock the cup down. Be like, what is this? Because this is not, this is not meat. <laughs> Why would you uh, insult me with this? Oh, Trust no. me. You want what? You've worked all day. Mean, but... You drink water during the day while you work. Pretend you have just cut down a tree. Drink water, then there will be mead. I promise. Unless you want to vomit again. I've seen many come through here. Over many years. And he, uh, he kind of bangs on the bar. He says, Hey, Steve. You see this, like, nine foot tall. You hear like, my three flamingo foot squawk. wide. Uh, yellow-scaled creature with tusks, like, just pouring out of his mouth. 
Yeah. What happened first time you came in? No water. What else happened? I was out for two days. <laughs> oh, Steve. Trust me, friend. You want water. I trust him. I trust anyone with a friend named Steve. <laughs> I'm still curious as to what kind of water I've been drinking to see all this. <laughs> the water tastes perfectly normal. Sure. Looks perfectly normal. Sure, yeah. It's, sure. It's water. Sure. Yeah, normal. Do you drink the water? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, shortly, um, three plates are set in front of you. Margo brings them over. Um, Hope comes back. Eat, eat. Um, and you see on the plate, wooden plate, wooden bowl on the plate. Uh, in the bowl is like this thick uh, stew broth. Um, kind of brown in color. Doesn't look much different from things you've seen. There's no vegetables or anything in it, though. On the plate is... It looks like fish, except it's donut-shaped. And I don't mean like they placed pieces of fish into the shape of a donut. It's a singular piece of fish that is the shape of a donut. Uh, sitting cooked on the plate. And then what appears... For all intent and purposes, uh, a cut of bread, except it's a dull, dark blue in color. The shape of the fish reminds me Saucer of... Saucer fish, yeah. Oh, reminds me of Very something good. I saw on this planet called Earth. It was, in, it was interesting. Those were delicious. You've been to Earth? Yeah. Huh? Have you? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm Dr. Amina Shaw, by the way. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm Delilah. Oh, nice to meet you. And you, you, sir? I am face deep in the bowl with the bread. I will call him Faceful. I feed Steve the blue bread, and you notice his he goes from a nice pink to a light purple. Okay. Oh, how did you get into um, that? I don't know. You? Okay. It's, um... We'll have to experiment. It's, <clears throat> it's very good, though. You dip the bread into the bowl. Um take up some stew. Um, the stew has kind of like this incredibly earthy, almost bitter taste, but the, the bread is kind of sweet and they kind of balance each other out. You feed some of the bread to Steve and he immediately spits it out. Oh, Steve. I don't think he liked it. I tried to give Steve some fish. Uh, he readily eats the fish. Okay, not eating um, the bread then. And then after about ten seconds, he changes color again. Damn it, Steve. He's like... <laughs> like like he's got something in the back of his mouth, like trying to get it out, like... I give him water. It doesn't seem to help. Does the broth help? Pogue, this is delicious. Pogue, you hurt my bird. Um, both Pogue and Margot, which has clearly been watching you from behind, uh, begin laughing. Say, love doing that to newcomers. Dip the bread in, in the stew. Eat the fish. Dip the bread in the stew. Any one of them alone tastes awful. Let me tell you, they're all very delicious when you mix them just right. <laughs> Swoosh! <laughs> I, I give... <laughs> I help Steve. 
Notice how I said it's and delicious, don't end but I hadn't the... actually eaten anything. I'm just watching you guys eat. <laughs> don't end with the fish. Okay. Let's see. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I start to eat now. <laughs> After Steve's done squawking, I eat. What color is he? Empty bowl. Green. Empty He's plate. green now? Sure. Okay. Clatter. Poor Steve. I'm clearly looking around for some mead. Because I was told. <laughs> There'd be mead here. And this is a problem. <laughs> um, so after you eat and you've had your water, you all feel a lot better. Um, and you're sh- the, the cacophony of the bar is not so bad. Nausea's gone. The headache's gone. Um, and he says, now that you're done eating, um, Simon had me set aside a room for you. Said once you were in there, he'd bring you over drinks. Don't worry. They're coming. Um, it's not me, but I'm sure you'll like it. Local fare. Um, and he points, like, down one of the long halls, like, to your left, and, um... There's, like, a wall of curtained-off tables. Some of them, the curtains are open, the tables are empty. Some of them are closed. It says, third one, go in. Close the curtain, Simon will be right there. Does, is he not have any meat in front of him, right? Right now, no. I whisper to you, since you've actually introduced yourself to me, <laughs> I whisper to you that I, I theorize that this could be problematic since he was promised meat, but there's no meat. Let's see how it all plays out. Uh what? Oh, nothing. Let's just okay. There's mead in there. <laughs> in the curtain room. Yeah. Mead, no. I'm totally going to the curtain room. <laughs> I'm going. Friend, you've come to a new world. You're going to see new things, and normal is not going to happen for you anymore. If you'd like to go back to mead and not hear what Simon has to say, or after you hear what Simon has to say, feel free. Uh, he will instruct you on how to go. What is the equivalent of mead? We have many and equivalents of mead. How do I get it? And as we walk away, I'm just whispering, I think he's going to be there a while. <laughs> do you have Kali? To pay with? <laughs> no, you are new. You don't know the exchange. Simon will take care of you, I promise, but... He paid for your food, and he is bringing you drinks. No more I can do. Clearly... <laughs> I'm unhappy. <laughs> and I'm just gonna kinda... Uh, looking at him, he seems nonplussed. He, uh, I, I, he's he's sure gotten he this before. I mean, he's dealt with many newbies as well, so... Should, should we help him out? He just kind of chuckles to himself and walks away. <laughs> I'm happy I got him a good day. <laughs> walking, Steve likes you. Walking on oh, down. <laughs> Alright, so the three of you enter the curtained table. The curtained table? Table. So it's like a little alcove okay. um, with walls that extend out to the edges of the curtain. You step in. It's a round table, so you can just scoot in the booth, close the curtain. Uh, and eventually the curtain uh, parts and appears a bent-over, older gentleman. Human? Um, not as if he's hunched, but rather like he he's constantly leaning forward, trying to see and hear things, like just on the edge of his senses, like... Someone looking for something or trying to hear something, like, constantly. Um, Is he human? He appears somewhat human, uh, but he's got quite a large nose, very bushy eyebrows, and wild hair, um, 
hair just kind of seems to come out of his nose and ears. Um, <laughs> Instant friend? I don't know. <laughs> um, he's kind of lanky, but not too bad. Uh, he looks like he could be a very old human, but there's something about his demeanor that suggests he's slightly different. Um, with him, he has four tankards. And as soon as he puts them onto the table, the scent of, like, crushed pine needles um, comes over the space, and he pushes one in front of each of you and takes up one of his own. Um, and before saying anything, he looks each one of you in the eyes for a moment, raises his tankard, and he says, To aiding those who cannot bear to recognize the truth of the realms. Oh, okay. <laughs> totally do it. <laughs> I glasses. I totally do it. Glasses. He, he smiles when you lift your glasses. Clinks. Takes a big swig. Um, I take a sip. <laughs> his, his eyes are very bright. He has a nice big smile. Um, and he just kind of, he sits there. Um, take a nice, letting you enjoy. Healthy pull out of my, uh, Flagon of whatever this may be. Alright, it smells just like crushed pine needles. Um, <laughs> however, the gin, everybody, let's take some. Let's nope. take a gin. <laughs> Initially, it's very tart, um, but that, that taste is immediately um, cut by a fruity taste, which flows into a more caramelly taste. And at the very end, there's like a hint of like. An orange or a lemon, some citrus fruit. And it goes through the whole range of flavors. Starting with a really strong tang and ending with just like the hint of it. Is this like your dream brew or something? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> if only. So I give some to Steve before I take any. How many colors does he turn? How many colors does he normally turn when he drinks something with uh, ABV of like 9%? Hmm. A fetal. A fetal. All right. I thought you said a fetal, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Usually, the beak doesn't change back for, like, a week. Is so, that... he's now pink with, like, a purple beak. Oh, does he enjoy drinks? Well, he enjoys life. Oh, good. Steve's I mean, I easy. Hope so. <laughs> he's easy to please. Oh, good. I think Steve and I will get along quite well. <laughs> I see you look very confused. Don't worry. I am glad all three of you came. They don't always come. Who doesn't always come? The recruits. Ah, oh, recruits for what? Uh, those who have seen things don't always wish to see more. How have I been understanding these people? Something tells me they're not speaking Norse language. It's, um, to your ears, it's not your tribe language, but when you encounter people from other lands, there's certain, a certain set of words you're capable, like, there's a trade tongue. I mean, for you, it's not very extensive. Um, and you're, you're, it sounds like that, and you're kind of confused as to the size of the vocabulary. Um, but that's, that's exactly what it sounds like. It's less confusing on how you understand them, but how you understand them so succinctly. Um, for you guys, it sounds just like English. I mean, my real question is why you speak English, but that's another thing. <laughs> this has been one of the more interesting days. 
It usually is, yes. That's my goal. Pogue doesn't like it, but I like to test your resolve and your willingness to encounter the strange, the odd, and the different. Oh, well, the first test would have been going through the door. Willingness was yes. clear. Resolve is still by the door. Everything's a little strange, odd, and uh, Many different. leave their resolve at the door. Do you not think that you've gone through the door? Clearly I have. Well, you were struggling in that. I'm just curious. Why is it, <laughs> why is it clear? Because I don't drink a lot of water. Okay. So you're dehydrated on another plane? What is hydrated? Do you, can he understand me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I understand correctly, his people don't... They're very fond of... of Need? It is a, a honey wine. Uh, keeps keeps the liquid mm, from spoiling uh, longer, and tastes good and feels good. I've never tried such a drink. They they drink a lot of it, mm. much more than water. So he understands mead. Oh, mead! I'll just say mead. <laughs> <laughs> it's so simple. <laughs> Maybe we could. You know, point in a direction and say mead and he'll go that way. It's another <laughs> experiment to try. <laughs> he does understand you. Oh, hello. <laughs> and, and your name? Igmar. Igmar. I don't know if you heard me earlier introducing myself to to my friend here, but but it's uh, Dr. Amina Shaw. Hello. Dr. Amina Shaw. Interesting. I don't know what a doctor is. Um, I'm a genius. <laughs> Interesting. That remains to be seen. And Steve? How? how? I'm how Delilah. So? <laughs> Steve. I point to the technicolor fl- flamingo. <laughs> and what's your name? Igmar. Okay. Igmar seems very unhappy. <laughs> so, Simon, what are we recruits for? For Farsight. I don't know what that means. It's my organization. And what do you organize? Uh, the collection and defeat of... Terrible things. So you collect things. Occasionally. What sort of terrible things? You know exactly the terrible things. The things most people ignore and don't see. The kind of things that could drive you mad. I mean, I may have had an encounter, but but I'm not sure that that actually happened. It did. But how can I trust your hypothesis? (laughs) Were there tentacles involved? Was it technological? The Migo, right? Or were it the Elder things? Elder things. Yes, see? Is that is that what they're called? I'm not too sure. I've been uh, trying to find out. Most races call them elder things. No one knows when they came from, or where. <laughs> Terrible creatures. Well, I'm glad I finally have a name for them. You I didn't see the easier. creatures, did you? Uh, no, you must not have. You're I sane. I don't know what. So that remains to be seen, apparently. <laughs> I'm sure you two saw similar things. We're all quite unholy, bad. godless men summoning unholy creatures, perhaps. 
There are a few godless men, but the creatures were. Demons would Horrific. have been easier to deal with. Trust me. Yes, demons are real too. Well, we've encountered on any of some those. worlds. I don't know. Perhaps. And um, what world is it we're in now? What world? Yes. Well, you're in the way in. It's kind of <laughs> capable of touching many worlds. Hmm. Today is Tuesday. The evening, so right now it touches your three realms. That's a logical conclusion. I'm not sure what a Tuesday is, but okay. <laughs> the it's British Tuesday. use it to track time. Oh, I've heard of the British. We had one once. <laughs> so, so what exactly do you want us to do? Me? Mm-hmm. I would like you to succeed. Farsight could use more folks. How many do you have? Already. It fluctuates. I take it they die. <laughs> um, occasionally. Hmm. Dying How is not... Well, sometimes dying is better. Dying Let's... is always better. Than a long life. In some cases, more than others. Gonna have to look up history on his people. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm not sure what your idea of a long life is. It says your world isn't the o- your worlds aren't the only ones with these problems. Hmm. That's not comforting. Is it ever comforting to gain knowledge? It can be, but usually it creates ten more problems. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought you liked being smart. I do. But but for every answer, there, there's usually ten more problems that come along with it. <laughs> so what I want from you is to go on a mission. Did you hear Did that, you, Steve? Quite, quite literally. Are you now we're getting the somewhere. Boat? What kind of mission? Am I providing what? The boat. You will need no boat. Or Definitely you, you should need no boat. Culture. I don't know. Um, I have... Relatively no intelligence for you. It intrigues me. I know where you're going, and that something is happening there. Should you succeed, should you choose to go, you will be worthy of joining the organization. And you will be allowed to join the organization. And all the benefits thereof. You will also be heroes and succeed in stopping just one more event from happening and destroying the lives of many. Is there plunder? I I need to look up his people. Do you have a text anywhere on his people? It depends (laughs) on what you encounter. I would not suggest plundering everything. You will need to make allies. But generally these things come with cultists. Cultists? Which generally have plunder of some type. Those that seem worthy enough we can talk with. So long as there's plunder. It doesn't seem like the talking type. The ultimate goal here is to save lives. Oh. And stop horrors. Hmm. For if the horrors win, there's no plunder for anybody. Uh, Where exactly would this mission be taking place? 
I mean, you've given us generalities. The 14th I, I need, realm. I need specifics. The 14th realm? The 14th realm. The realm of light. A land unknown. Indeed. How far away is this land of light? Uh, the tributary door can take you there. In the morning. Um. Wait, no. I said it was. You said Tuesday. Well. So. Hold on. He gets out like this little book. Like. I take more sips of whatever the mead drink is that he gave us. <laughs> On a second thought, um, two hours from now. So not much time to decide then. <laughs> no. Um, what exactly will we My be facing? My mistake. It's very complicated. Glass empty. How how quickly did you drink it? Is the glass empty? Probably. Sure. <laughs> Two hours. Gonna need more of this. That can be arranged. I, um. I'm sorry. Specifics. <laughs> well, one one thing at a time. <sighs> Fine. Get him his drinky drink. <laughs> well, no. That brings something else up. Oh no. <laughs> You brought currencies with you, yes? Yes. A bit. I don't exactly travel with my currency. He's so odd. Are you sure you don't have a text somewhere? I need to understand this. You'll learn. Everything I need to buy is in town. Well, you need to buy a drink, yes? You also need... How do you buy without currency, sir? I know your people have currency. We do. Did you bring any with you? Some of it. Well, let us see how much you have. I will give you the cur- currency you will need in the 14th round. I show him my $26. <laughs> yes, Luxara does not deal in paper currency. What do you have? One, two pieces of gold, some silver... He takes the silver. Says, "This will get you three more drinks. I will let Pogue know." And he kind of he reaches out the curtain and taps the side of the wall. Um, keep your gold. That currency is good on Luxara. You, Delilah. I have point six pounds, whatever that transfers to in pence and sixty pence. Yeah, that shit. Give or take. I don't know. I don't know British money. Sorry, Ooh. everybody. <laughs> I like looked at the microphone I'm like, hey, sorry. <laughs> um, Are you there? So he takes all your money. Mm-hmm. He hands you 60 silver. Ooh. And how much, how many dollars did you have? 26. He hands you 26 gold. You are rich. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like, Your like, jaw go. has dropped. <laughs> no shit. It's like... <laughs> Why do we need to plunder again? Steve pecks at the coins he has given me. He's oh. confused. Okay. This will be good. <laughs> I feel like he's just out of game. Just gonna stab me and take my shit. <laughs> my problem. I have to... I just saw 26 gold! Boom! Done! Right? <laughs> oh no! I just saw my... <laughs> my future fortune! <laughs> Things happen. 
Well, I'm excited. <laughs> I, I don't know if this guy's fucking wheeling and dealing gold or something. I'm like... Hmm. <laughs> right. What do we need to go on this mission? What are, we, what are we facing? It's a good question. I'll tell you what I know. And I hope you succeed. I, that, hope, I hope you yep. prove yourselves. I, I need able recruits. Not just anybody. There are too many dying because we take anybody. This, so, so you're saying that there's not really a high probability that we will succeed? Well, I've recruited you because you've already survived horrors before. Right, but that was in passing, not an actual fight. Which, in oh. this case, you want us to kill something, correct? That was an accident. That is up to you. If you must. Well, if I was say we were to capture it, how would we capture it? And what is it? I don't know. Oh, you're not helping. <laughs> there are 27 realms that we must cover with these events. And we must parse out the events that are self-made and not actually involving elder gods and other creatures. I start to kind of just go off on my own, and I'm spaced out right now, and I'm mumbling so, about numbers, and I'm clearly doing some kind of math, but you guys don't know what I'm doing. Right, he takes out what you recognize, and you recognize, you have no idea what it is, uh, as a pocket watch, and goes, listen, you... Is it a gold pocket watch? <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. I just look at him and he go, doesn't have he's gonna kill us all in this room! I just go, I walk away! <laughs> Are we late? We're getting there. Oh no. No one likes to be late. Farsight has received readings from the 14th realm that something has been discovered there. The 14th realm has a lot of problems of its own, from what I hear. Luxara is not in good shape. But never before have we had readings of such things. Now we do. We don't know what it is. Perhaps it's just a text that made its way there. Perhaps it's a creature. What what sort of readings? Do you have the data? No. <sighs> Can you get the data? You wouldn't understand it. Not yet, anyways. But you would, so why don't you have the data? I don't understand it. So who would? The person who told me about it. Who's that? The one who said to go to Luxara. And who's that? That's whoever it was. It's not for you to know. Your job... Is it the seer? Are they blind? They're not blind. Nor are they seers. They... It is like how your fishermen know how to find fish. You could not necessarily do it. At least not as well as a fisherman. But if you need to find the right fish at the right time of year, who do you ask? The fisherman. I couldn't think of anything to come back to that. (laughs) Fuck me. He says... In just under two hours now, you go to the door you came in. Go together. Leave together. Get your items. Close the curtain behind you before you open the door. Or you may experience more nausea. You'll start to get used to the, the transition. I've already exchanged your currencies. You you have your you have your exchange stones, yes? Yes. You gave me, what, six silver? Sixty silver. Oh. I thought it was only six. Oh, small pouch. Um, this is good. Go exchange them with the keeper. He will get your items. Give them back to you. The keeper was the one we met on the way in? Yes. The one that clicks and clacks? Yes, the cranky one. Ah, uh, yes. 
I remember him. He doesn't like me much. He doesn't seem to like anyone. It's probably true. I thought he was kind. He's not unkind. He is cranky, though. Anyways, go to the 14th realm. It will bring you out to not too large of an air, a city, but a small, relatively small one. Enough that you will go unnoticed. Um, in terms of three new people within the walls. People come and go in the area. So that is not uncommon. Oh, that builds well for us. You will, of course, go noticed. Um, but that is impossible to avoid if you join our group. Each realm generally dresses differently. Eventually, you may have the resources to disguise yourselves. But for now, I'm certain you can handle it. So far, this has handled me well. You sure you don't have a text? I have nothing. What do we need to look like? Yourself. I'm sure you'll be fine. How much more time do we have before we have to leave? One minute less than before. Logan! Just a minute? Oh, perfect. Plenty of time. <laughs> and he says, <clears throat> says, remember, every world has its problems. Don't try to solve all of them. Your goal is to stop creatures that threaten all of the realms. Okay. You've seen such things before. You'll know it when you see it. I'm sure. He looks. He gets like this little nervous furrow of his brow, and then he uh, he opens the curtain to leave. He says, "I hope to see you soon." And then Margot enters with another tankard for you. 